It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, we hope you're having a better day than those two folks that maybe <laughs> had to be bookending around. Good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gabe. Chris Carlin on, on that flight to Charlotte. For Chris Carlin, it is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on your smart speaker. He is Nick Fredell. I'm Gabe Knight. So as we fill in for the guys today, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. We're getting closer and closer to having the full field sets in the NBA for the actual tournament portion of the postseason. But they've been having successful play-in tournament games. There've been some fun games. I've I've enjoyed it. I even even when the games are bad, Nick, for whatever reason, I couldn't turn off the Heat Hawks game the other night. Like I, I don't know why. I just Man, kept. I okay, wish I could have. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have too. I for whatever reason just sat there and watched bad NBA basketball, but it was competitive and I enjoyed watching it. So we have two more games tomorrow night. The final play-in games, as this is the last opportunity for these teams to become the eight seed and take on the Nuggets and Bucks, respectively. So these games are also going to be on ESPN Radio, starting at 6.30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. We'll begin with the Bulls and the Heat, that Heat team that just did not look good against the Hawks uh, a couple of nights ago. What's your read on that Heat team? Are they going to be able to pull it together and kind of rally and play another game in front of, I don't know, Three or four dozen people down there in Miami? <laughs> Gabe, I want to tell you no. The Heat looked broken. Bam out of bio for all the, the focus on Jimmy, and he was like six for 19. He just didn't have his normal performance. Bam out of bio for as great of a player as he is. He looked terrible the other night. He was he was getting popped by Onyeka Okonwu and that Hawks front line that out-rebounded him 63-49. The heat, the tough Oof. heat culture. <laughs> this team is not to be messed with. They're getting drilled by the Hawks. The only reason, the only reason I would still lean towards the heat is because I refuse to believe that Jimmy Butler in a must-win game is going to lose to the Chicago Bulls. Jimmy still is still knowing him as long as I have. He'll sit there and say, oh, I don't care who picks us. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. Gabe, I'm here to tell you something. Jimmy Butler knows exactly who's (laughs) saying what, exactly who wrote what, and he certainly knows that the Chicago Bulls, his Chicago Bulls that he was with at the start of his career and built – the type of legacy that has really risen over the last few years, he knows who he's playing against, and he knows that that team wants to knock him out. And I just don't buy that a Heat team that has so much pride and has uh, talented players, although I think we've all agreed in watching them that they're not as good as we thought they were last season. Correct. In that number one spot. I just don't think that Jimmy will allow them to fade away against the team that he always wants to beat. 
I would agree with that. And as much I have as much fun making fun of the heat culture thing. Um, as, <laughs> it's a large as as club you're guy. in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a very large club that I'm in that I love making. But there is a realness to that in terms of the pride you were talking about, and I just can't imagine them losing to this Bulls team with the, the pride that they have and the guys that they do have on that team that have that pride. So I, I just don't see the Bulls being – and maybe – who knows? Maybe they'll be scrapped. I thought that the, the Raptors were going to take care of the Bulls, and the Bulls fought back, you know, tipping yeah. the cap to them in, in, that, in their play-in game to get to this point. So this Bulls team may be a little scrappier than I was giving them credit for, but I still have a hard time seeing them beat the Heat. The other one seems to be fairly interesting as well with the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I I really like this Thunder team, and maybe it's just because I, I like watching Shea Gilgis-Alexander play. He's he's awesome. fun to watch. He play, put on a heck of a performance the other night to get them to this game, taking on the Timberwolves. And the T-Wolves, obviously, are a mess. They're, they're just a big old mess right now. They've been a mess the entire season after they gave up five first-round picks to acquire Rudy Gobert. Then Gobert's not playing because he takes a swing at a teammate. Another one of his teammates gets so frustrated he punches a wall. Like it just It's all coming unraveled right now for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Our pets' and- heads are falling off! <laughs> I mean, it's all it's, happening. It's a very dumb and dumber situation going on right now for the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Great point by you. Very fantastic point. But I guess I'm rooting for the Thunder in this game just because even though I don't think they have a chance against the Nuggets, I just want to see more of Shea in the postseason. I think that is a fantastic point because I don't believe, Gabe, that enough casual basketball fans, and this is where they start to tune in anyway because they say, I'm not watching the regular season. I don't know who's going to play. The intensity may not be there night to night. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is awesome he is one of those guys we're looking for who's going to be the next face who's going to be in that next wave of players after LeBron and Steph and KD grow old enough where they're kind of out of the game or certainly out of the day-to-day spotlight like they're in right now Jake Gildas Alexander is going to be there he is unbelievable his only downfall is he plays in Oklahoma City and Oklahoma City just doesn't have the type of media push and spotlight Uh, that some of these big market teams do. But as far as this game goes with the Thunder and the Timberwolves, if Gobert comes back and that defense can get righted and Anthony Edwards plays the way we know he can in a much less hostile environment in Minnesota at home, I just think they have a little more talent than the Thunder do right now. I do not want to mess with the Thunder a year or two from now especially once you get Zoolander, Chet Holmgren back, and you get another draft pick in there, and you get a group that really looks good behind Shea Gilgis-Alexander. But when you're watching uh, this Timberwolves team, it looks really messy. And Gabe, is Carl Anthony Towns going to look at the rim tomorrow night? At the end of that game in L.A. against the Lakers, they're running down the floor. Anthony Edwards just can't find it. He, he, He doesn't have it going on. Carl Anthony Towns, everybody in Minnesota thought, oh, this guy, he's the number one guy. He's the next guy. He's the next guy. He's going to make it happen. He wanted no part of some of those shots late in that game. Now is his time to deliver. I don't buy the Timberwolves uh, as some kind of threat in any way moving forward. But in this game, in one night, I think they can do it. 
Yeah, I think if if this was a seven game series between the Thunder and Timberwolves, I think I would probably take the T Wolves over the course of seven games. Mm-hmm. But in one game, the Thunder had the best player. The yep, Thunder are going no to have doubt. the best player in that game, and I think he can. And I'm hoping he pulls off the upset just because, again, I'm, I'm a fan. I just want to see more of him, especially getting more experience in the postseason for when some of those reinforcements arrive. I think it's only going to be a good thing for the Thunder and them going forward. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. So we're going to go back to a game we played earlier in the show called Bet the House. And we've got uh, lines on the series happening in the NBA postseason. Earlier we did the games on Saturday. Now we've got the games on Sunday. And for the first couple here, Nick, we don't actually have odds because, well, we have the games tomorrow night. Going to be You can listen to those games right here on ESPN Radio. T-Wolves and Nuggets, Heat and, uh, and the Bulls and Heat. Going to be, excuse me, Thunder T-Wolves. Bulls Heat all start 6.30 p.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio. But let's start in the West. The number one seed Nuggets taking on the Thunder or T-Wolves. Any chance at an upset from one of those teams going over the number one seed Denver Nuggets? A very small, small, small one. Gabe, I'm with you. If Shea Gilgis Alexander gets into that type of series, he's so good. But the Nuggets have Jokic. And I know that that Jamal Murray hadn't had the type of season that a lot of people thought, although he's had his moments where you thought, all right, he's getting there, but it just it hadn't come all the way back yet. I don't believe that the Nuggets can win a title. I do believe in this matchup, whether it's OKC or Minnesota, they will find a way through to the second round. Can they at least get to a conference finals? Oh, boy. All right. Well, that's all I needed to know. The, the hesitation no. tells me everything I need to know <laughs> Well, let, how you feel about the Nuggets. We're going we're gonna to break down the Clippers-Suns here, a series yep. here in a little bit, but that would be the matchup. It would be Denver versus one of those two teams. For my money right now, while we're betting the house and we're trying to figure out where everything goes, there is no way in hell that I am betting <laughs> against Kevin Durant in a series against a Denver team that's never won a damn thing. It's a very good point. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. He's Nick Friedle. I'm Gabe Neitzel playing a little bet the house going through the Sunday series in the NBA. Any chance for the Bulls or Heat against the Bucks on Sun, uh, in their series that will begin on Sunday in Milwaukee? Hell to the no. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's, there's just no chance. The end. We don't even there's need to break chance. it down anymore. Nope. The nope. Bucks are going to <laughs> demolish, demolish either one of those two teams. And it's my biggest, my b- biggest push against the play in. Because Gabe, <laughs> last night, I'm, all my Chicago friends on Twitter, oh, we're so happy. Zach Levine <laughs> delivered in a big game. Oh, this huge, is his moment. Huge game for Zach Levine. And he, may, and he may do it again tomorrow. And we all may sit there and go, oh, man, the Bulls beat Jimmy. Oh, the Bulls got to the playoffs. Oh, man. Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing oh, Milwaukee. They the and they're <laughs> playing Giannis. Good night. Yeah. It's over. Same goes for Miami. It ain't going to happen. Milwaukee is awesome, and they are going to absolutely dominate no matter who is in their way in that first round. All right, so we can move off of that one. We can move to series that actually have matchups and actually have odds. We'll go with the one that's getting the best viewing window, 
That first window on Sunday afternoon, Lakers-Grizzlies, a game that's going to be right here on ESPN Radio as well. Uh, Grizzlies favored to win the series at minus 140, but it's the closest series of all the first-round series in terms of the Vegas odds. So the Grizzlies favored at minus 140. Again, that means if you bet $140 and they win the series, you would get 100 For the Lakers, they're plus 120. So it's a tight series. Who are you betting the house on? Grizzlies-Lakers. Memphis. I do not understand all the Lakers' hype. Oh, man, they can go down to Memphis and just dominate Ja and everybody else. What? (laughs) Did you watch the end of that game against Minnesota who couldn't make a basket? It looked like the end of an NCAA tournament game. You've got the graphic on the screen. Minnesota has not made a field goal in five minutes. If they were playing a competent team, the Lakers would be playing Shea Gilgis Alexander in the Thunder tomorrow because – they did not look that great. And LeBron at the end of that game, Gabe, at the end of that game, Gabe, say that 10 times fast. There I you bet, go. I bet, I bet that's been a struggle before in time. But Gabe, LeBron looked exhausted. He was tired. That was the end of one playing game. Over the course of a series, when you have the weapons and the depth that Memphis still does have, I don't think that there is enough around LeBron and AD to make me believe that they can win four times. Give me the Grizz. I would agree with you because the Lakers haven't given me any reason to believe in them. Like I understand on paper they look, oh, on paper, series. Oh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, you know, you have those two guys, you're going to have a, yeah, okay, sure, but. Shouldn't that, those two guys, even though they've been limited as they have, result in more than being in the play-in? It just, it, it doesn't yes. add up to me that Grizzlies, <laughs> yes, it doesn't add up to me. The Grizzlies have been playing really good basketball, and again, John Morant is electric. I would take the Grizzlies as well. And then we move into this series. Uh, Clippers, Suns. Suns are minus 470. Clippers plus 350. So it would be a significant upset if the Clippers pull this off against the Phoenix Suns. Gabe Neitzel, you know who he is. You know who he is. He's Kevin Durant. And that dude is here to win a title right now for this Suns team. If the Clippers were fully healthy and Paul George were there to start game one, it's a completely different conversation because we know what kind of player he is, We know what kind of defensive presence he can be when he's up and running. He's not. Not right now. Kevin Durant wants to win this title in a really bad way because he knows what's being said and what has been said. But even more, for Devin Booker, Chris Paul especially, this might be his last best chance. It is time for Phoenix to turn it on. There is nobody I would trust more in a one-game setting, or in this case, a playoff setting, more than KD. But I would add this just as a caveat. I watched that series and covered it last year in in Brooklyn when they played the Celtics game. I thought Mm -hmm. for the same reason that the Nets in seven games would find a way to beat the Celtics. That Celtics team dominated (laughs) Kevin Durant Mm -hmm. defensively at a level that we have not seen before. I don't think it can happen twice, especially because I don't think that another team has Boston's depth. But it is possible to at least get in his way to make it uncomfortable. I just don't think that the Clippers have the power to do it right now. 
outside of throwing Kawhi at him, which you, you can't really afford to do every single possession over the course of a seven-game series, I'm with you. I don't. The, the Clippers just don't have enough bodies. Where the, the Celtics have, they had a number of different people they could throw at Kevin Durant just mm-hmm. to give him different looks, make it uncomfortable. And Katie's still going to get his. That's the way he works because he's Kevin Durant. But. They, they just don't have enough bodies to throw at KD, I think, over the course of a seven-game series. Maybe they can steal a game or two, maybe. But I just think the, the, the Suns are, are going to be flying way too high into the series. I'm, I'm with you there. The, the minus 470 would not be a deterrence. It's not great odds. But if I'm betting the house on something, I'm betting the house on that, that Suns team. We'll see how it works out and, and the lack of relative depth on that Suns roster as they get deeper into the postseason against some tougher opponents that are healthy. But, man, when those guys are cooking, it looks good in Phoenix. The depth is a real problem spot for a team that believes it can win a title this season. But, Gabe, if you're betting the house on one guy, one guy, as much as I love Giannis and he has shown he can do it in the playoffs and carry a team to a title, for my money, I'm still betting in the playoffs on Kevin Durant. And as much as he wants to pretend he doesn't care what anybody else says, you mentioned it with Jimmy earlier about oh, how aware Jimmy is. <laughs> Katie is very aware of all the things that have been said, <laughs> of all the things that have been written. He is aware, and I got a feeling he's going to relish in the opportunity to potentially shut a lot of those people up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he'll, be, he'll be reading through some social media to get fired up before this one starts. Coming up next, we're going to get to a historic start in baseball and changes being made at ballparks that have one player concern. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. As you heard in that update, Rays are now 13-0. and 0. That was WDAE on the call, and you heard the voice of Harold Ramirez. Rays 13-0, best record in baseball. Hot start over the first two weeks of the season. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Nick Fordell, I am Gabe Neitzel, and 
I don't know why anybody should be surprised by this. And maybe the 13-0 part is the surprising part because it hasn't happened very often in baseball. But no matter how good the American League East gets, Nick, no matter how much money the Yankees spend, no matter you know how much you think, oh, maybe the Orioles are going to you know bounce back and become a better team this year, no matter how young and fun you may think the Toronto Blue Jays are, the Tampa Bay Rays are always going to be a part of the, con- of the conversation out in the American League East, even if the majority of people who like baseball can barely name anyone outside of Randy or Rosarena. Gabe, most of the people in St. Pete can barely name anybody <laughs> outside of Randy Rosarena. As a proud Orlando native, I've made that two-hour-plus drive to the Trop many times. And it's the saddest part to me about any success the Rays have, and in this case will continue to have. This team and the way they've been run for so long and the sustained success they've had is incredible. Incredible. They don't spend a lot of money. The payroll is always down. It's just that nobody really cares. And it's so frustrating as somebody whose first love was baseball and who grew up watching with my grandma the Cubs, but then in later years all she did living in Tampa was watch the Rays. To see a team that is this good and has been this good for so long and to just know that (laughs) – not that many people down there in Tampa or St. Pete or anywhere else in the country are that into it. As happy as I am for the group and the success they have, I always come back to, oh my gosh, why can't they be in a market that would really embrace them and respect what they've continued to do? Yeah, 30 home runs to team ERA of 2.17. It's, you know, they're just doing it on both offense, defense, seven quality starts out of their starting pitching in the 13 games. They're doing it with everything, which is what you need to do to win 13 games in a row. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just be, I think, as you said, it, it just becomes sad to a point where they've had such a good team that so many markets who are diehard baseball markets would just really, really want, and they're, they're just clamoring for it. And yet this team resides in Tampa where nobody really shows up to the trop and nobody really seems to care. And if they get to the postseason, it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. Maybe we'll go to a game now. And it just becomes sad that they don't have the fan support that a lot of these teams have. Well, and that's what infuriates me because the fan base that they have developed is loyal. And Gabe, there are people who show up. It's just not very big. And it's never been very big. And this is a team that deserves that type of love. They deserve a community to wrap their arms around them and say, hey, guys, you're 13-0 and now. You continue to, to be up at the top of the AL East with the Yankees and Red Sox year after year after year. They're fun. They're exciting. They're everything mm-hmm. you would want a pro sports organization to be. And yet they cannot develop to a point where – People keep coming back to St. Pete time and time again. And for all those markets that want a team, you, you just got to watch like what might what might be if this team ever finally got the support that it deserved. But in the moment, you, you mentioned the stats, uh, it's untouchable in baseball. This is the team that people thought was going to be good coming into the year. And this is a team very clearly to start the season 
wants to plant its flag and remind everybody, hey, I, I know that we don't get a lot of attention, and I know that there aren't a lot of people at our games, but we're going to be here just like we have been time and again over the years. One other thing with baseball that everybody, or seemingly everybody has been on board with, is the pitch clock. Games mm-hmm. are moving, they're getting done faster, and the games seem to have a good flow to them. However... There are always going to be unintended consequences, and I'm sure this was something that teams thought could potentially be a possibility, and looks like some teams' beer sales, concession sales, have taken a dip over the first two weeks, because now more and more Major League Baseball teams are extending beer sales into the eighth inning instead of ending it in the seventh inning uh, with these new regulations that are shortening games. And Phillies pitcher Matt Strom has come out against that move, citing fan safety. He said, quote, The reason we stopped selling alcohol in the seventh before was to give our fans time to sober up and drive home safe, correct? So now, with a faster-paced game, if the game is going to finish quicker, would we not move the beer sales back to the sixth inning to give our fans time to sober up and drive home. Instead, we're going to the eighth, and now you're putting our fans and our family at risk driving home with people who just drank beers 22 minutes ago. Do you think this is a reasonable complaint coming from Phillies pitcher Matt Strom? Matt Strom's right. There's no other way to, to, to put it, Gabe. He is correct. Uh, you and I have been going to baseball games <laughs> a long time. A year or two, yeah. Yeah. I, Once I, or he's, twice. He's just, he's just absolutely right. This is all about the dollar. This is why uh, there is a, a push to, to open up those limits. I mean, think about if you've been drinking all day, and I lived in Chicago about 10 years. I've been a Cubs fan my whole life. So much of going to a baseball game for so many of my friends is drinking. It's part of watching the game is to sit there and, and have your beer. And up oh, there's beer, an hot break. dog, and baseball. They go together, man. That, 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 that's part of the combination when you get a nice summer day. 100%. And when you're going to these games and part of that experience is having a beer, well, what's the harm in having another one before everything shuts down now in the eighth at some of these places? I think this is a bad precedent, but in the same breath, I understand why. They're going to make a ton of money. If you've had beers all day, you're going to have one more before you get out of there because you can, because the clock, not just the pitch clock, the clock on beer sales is is going to run out before you get out of there. So he's just right. And I don't think anything's going to change because, again, the money's too big to to wipe away, but – uh, I, I actually respect him coming out and saying what he did in the manner in which he did because there are a lot of players that either wouldn't care or wouldn't spend the time worrying about something to say it publicly. 100% agree. Good on him for saying it. Unfortunately, it won't change anything. And we've spent some time today talking about the commander's sale situation and the reason why these franchises are worth the $6.05 billion that the commanders are reportedly going to go for is because these owners know how to make every last dime count in these franchises. And if they're seeing a dip, okay, then we got to make we got to do something, and this is how we're going to combat it to make sure we're still getting ours and try to figure out, okay, we've shortened the game, this is good, maybe we get more people interested, but we still have to get a lot of that concession money in, and that's just going to be a part of it. Whether, whether you agree with it or not, that's, these owners are going to find a way to get their money, and they were able to stop in the seventh inning citing fan safety. Now they can kind of, now they're just going to ignore it, and that's, 
I, 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 outside of a lot of players going, hey, this isn't right, I don't know how that ends up going back to the seventh inning or, to his suggestion, stopping in the sixth inning and somehow being a shorter time where you can buy alcohol inside the stadium. Well, Gabe, it's not going to change not only because of the money and the owners, but the fans aren't going to sit there and be like, nope, we need you to cut it off. I, <laughs> that, that will never happen. So this yep. will become the norm, and it's dangerous knowing how quickly some of these games are ending now. Coming up next, an impressive streak came to an end last night. We'll get into that. Some other stories we didn't touch on today in three and out. That's coming up next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. And 3 and Out is brought to you by Union Pacific. Get your career on track with Union Pacific Railroad. Apply at up.jobs slash sports. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Series XM Channel 80, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Gabe Neidsel, along with Nick Friedel, as we've been filling in for the guys today. And where we start 3 and Out today, Nick, Rudy Gobert saying today that his back injury would have kept him out of the Timberwolves-Lakers game earlier this uh, week game that he was famously suspended for. So, I mean, like, no harm, no foul. He wouldn't have been able to play anyway. You buying that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. No. I'm not <laughs> Gabe, come on now. If the back injury is that bad, okay, so he wasn't going to play Tuesday, but now he's going to play three days later? What? Yeah, a back injury? I, yeah, right? I, come on. Yeah, bingo. Hell no. <sighs> Could that be any more of a disaster in Minnesota? I just every time that I look at what was given up and Walker Kessler and you know a zillion picks and yep. Vanderbilt, I like I, <laughs> if you're a rod, do you sit there and just go, well, you know, we're gonna be really mediocre for like the next <laughs> decade, ten years. 
how do we turn this around? It's like it's like this would be a perfect test case for that CNBC show that he was running for a while. <laughs> like when things go really bad and you you need somebody to come in and turn around the finances and you're down on your luck. Well, I have a test case for you, A Rod. The team you just bought because that team is going nowhere fast as far as being able to elevate to some new level. I don't care how good Anthony Edwards becomes. When you give up that much draft capital and this is what it's turned into, good luck to you. Number two on three and out, the Golden State Warriors got some good news as Andrew Wiggins has been cleared to play game one of the team's first-round series against the Sacramento Kings. Wiggins has been out since February 13th. He's missed the last 25 games for Golden State because of a family matter. Away for the team for two months before returning last week, but sat at the Warriors' last three games as he worked on his conditioning. This seems like a big deal to me with Andrew Wiggins returning. This team's getting healthy. They're getting their pieces back together, Nick. And maybe as that sixth seed, they can make a run trying to defend that title. Gabe, I say this as somebody who just did not believe that Andrew Wiggins could reach the enormous amount of potential that he had prior to getting to Golden State and being in that Warriors culture and framework they've got. He was awesome in the finals last year and in the postseason. He was the second-best player behind Steph Curry. If he's anywhere close to that Andrew Wiggins over the course of this series and potentially beyond, when you add Steph still being Steph, Clay a year uh, even more removed off coming back from the injury and Draymond being motivated and locked in. This is a huge deal, and this is a reason why I think so many people around the league believe that the Warriors are going to win this series. It's not just Steph, Clay, Draymond. It's Steph, Clay, Draymond with Andrew Wiggins back and having the full backing of a team that stood behind him for a couple months while he's been dealing with stuff off the floor. I always talked about this here in Milwaukee last year with the Bucks who missed Chris Middleton for their series against the, the Celtics. When you have a player like that out, you're then asking more players to do more. And when that player's there, everything just makes sense. Everything that everybody was signed for or drafted for, they're able to assume those roles, and it makes everybody that much more comfortable. So having Andrew Wiggins, who's such a big part of what the Warriors do, it just makes every other piece that they have make sense from a depth perspective. And you don't need a ton of depth. You know, you don't need to be going 10-11 deep in the NBA postseason. But having the depth that they now have with Andrew Wiggins returning – that makes them a dangerous team in the West. Gabe, it's a really good point, and I would I would frame it even more like this. Andrew Wiggins is an unbelievable talent in this system, but in this system, you've gotten the best out of Wiggins because he doesn't have to be the type of star mm-hmm. they needed him to be in Minnesota. Andrew Wiggins for the Warriors is the ultimate glue guy for this team given the pieces that are around him and given what Steph Curry does up top. And finally, in three and out, an impressive streak coming to an end last night. And this is an incredible streak. Islanders defeated the Penguins 4-2. They clinched the final Stanley Cup playoff berth. All right, typically, you know, not much to that headline. However, it did eliminate the Penguins. And it ended their streak of 16 straight playoff appearances. Unbelievable run for the Penguins. And it's been 20 years since Pittsburgh fans have found themselves in this current predicament. It's been two full decades since the last time the 
city's three professional sports teams missed the playoffs in succession. So Pittsburgh, for the first time in 20 years, there are kids who are now in college in their entire lives. One of their teams has always made the postseason. I didn't realize it was that good in Pittsburgh. You know, they've got the Pirates who have been up and down. Steelers are, you know, very consistent. I haven't realized it's been that good for Pittsburgh sports fans. I, I just want to go buy some people some sandwiches at Permanente Brothers and, you know, <laughs> go have a few beers somewhere. I had no idea that it had stretched this long. Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. You've got the Pirates now. you gotta, you got to think positively about Kenny Pickett <laughs> and hope that that he can get it rolling again because oh. oof, this is this is quite the streak that uh, that got snapped there. And it, I mean, it's it's not looking great right now. I, I guess I don't know about the Penguins for next year, but the Pirates don't look great. I mean, O'Neill Cruz just had a pretty bad injury for them. Uh, one of the more exciting young players in baseball earlier this week and. Yeah, like you said, now you have to start thinking positive thoughts about Kenny Pickett. I don't think that's inspiring confidence of any Steelers fan right now. That's that's that made me, that made me sad. Being like, oh, you got to be positive about Kenny Pickett. Although I got to be positive about Jordan Love in in Green Bay. So, well, you know, oh, I good guess luck to you there, my man. I can't be throwing stones living in a glass house I currently right. live in. Uh, he's Nick Fredell. I'm Gabe Knights. It's been so much fun filling in for the boys today. Coming up next, Joe and Amber right here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This has been Canty and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.